Hi guys, happy Friday, and welcome back to the Tea with Desiree Lee. This week I actually got my fiancé to join me. Hello. And we're going to be talking about the hospitality industry. I got my nightly tea, and Jacob's got his water because he actually doesn't like hot beverages. And he's going to tell you why. So when I was in uh, elementary school, I think it was, yeah, we went to Washington, D.C., it was nice and cold out. I'd never seen the snow before. Um, Florida boy. Wanted to, uh, you know, wanted to partake in the hot chocolate. Mm. You know, you kind of forget the first half of the part when you're in elementary school. And I burned the ever-living crap out of my mouth. And ever since then, I just haven't wanted, haven't wanted to partake in a hot beverage. And I've, I've shaped my life around that. How long ago was that? Like 15 plus years ago? Probably. Don't you think it's time to, like, I don't know, maybe let it go? No. I'm not ready to let it go. It's, de- it's going to define who I am until the day I die. I'm never going to have hot beverages. And you don't like coffee either, which is nope. kind of funny, Bye. considering my whole personality is <laughs> based around coffee. Well, I mean, the smell of it's fine. Not for me. Thanks for getting it ready for me every day, though. Yeah. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, We both work in the hospitality industry, specifically food and beverage. One of us also works at a hotel in their food and beverage department, and it's not me. I don't think I could do that. It is a lot. I worked at a country club once, and that was enough. I really don't enjoy seeing the same people every single day, which is funny considering I am a bartender, and that's, like, part of it. I mean... You only see, you only see people a couple days, maybe a week or so. Some people come and stay for months on end, but they, you know, I've I've been seeing them three plus years now. That's not as weird, but Four everyone years. else, well, yeah, oh, gross. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it's not as I feel like it's a lot easier because usually when people are there. They're more relaxed and not as insane about, you know, having 50,000 things to do and thinking that they can have a well-done burger in five minutes because they got to go do X, Y, and Z and all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's called McDonald's. Yeah. And they should go there. They should. Does that bother you, um, like, always seeing people on vacation? Because when I worked at the beach, like, a few, four summers ago... Yeah. I see it so sad. Like, they would just come up off the beach, like, in their bathing suits, chilling, and it's, like, a beautiful Saturday, and I'm like, mm, I'm on a double. Mm. Um, I don't know. Sometimes where it'd be nice to actually be on the beach instead of walking around the beach working, but I don't know. I feel like it makes it a better work environment being in that kind of feel to where I think it's more relaxing yeah it's more relaxed like it's it's it doesn't feel like a restaurant job I mean it does you're still taking orders and doing all that but it's still has anyone ever said like you just ruined my vacation because like the kitchen messed up or something not really I think there was this it was this lady's I think it, it must have been like 70 or 80 year um, birthday and it was like 14 or 15 people 
This is at your job now or somewhere else? Here. Yeah, where I'm at now. Came in with 14, 15 people, all made special requests on the menu while the restaurant was also full. Complained about their ticket taking a while. Tried to... I, I think one... I think there was one item, if I remember correctly, that was wrong. Something the kitchen overlooked. And they just... I, they blew up. They were like, we're not paying for this. Like, our night's ruined. Uh, this, that, the other thing. When everyone else was eating, and just the one person didn't get their food, and because that one person didn't get their food when everyone else got it, they assumed that their entire bill should be covered. Was it? I don't think so. I don't remember. Um, that was when I kind of went out to a manager and made it uh, their problem. And that's a manager kinda, problem. Yeah, pretty much. Do you miss being a manager? Not in the slightest. Not at all. Wait, so when you... Jacob graduated college four years ago? Yeah, just about. Because after I graduated, that's when I started. Yeah, with a business management degree. Yeah. Having now been in the like service hospitality industry, do you wish... You did my major of, like, resort and hospitality? Not really. I mean, I... I don't know. I feel like I'm... I wouldn't be using my degree either way. I don't know. It's been interesting seeing the... Like, all the different aspects of the hotel and seeing everything that we do. Being where I'm at right now, I feel like the degree doesn't really do much or doesn't really give me any other insight into the operation. Well, even though I haven't graduated yet... I'm almost there. I don't think my degree has taught me anything that I didn't already know, at least in, like, food and beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think in hospitality you learn a lot, and this could be for other, like, for business too. I don't I don't know. Um, you learn by doing. Like, yeah. it's, even when I train people, for more, more often than not, it's not their first restaurant job. And if it is, they usually start off by hosting. I mean, that's how I started. I just kind of assume they know everything, but they're not going to learn until they start doing it. And they start bringing their own orders in and taking orders. And I mean, mostly when you start other restaurant jobs, you're just getting familiar with the computer system. Yeah. And the menu and what they can and can't do. Yeah. Um, And just kind of how they operate. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of it's also like, yeah, they've done serving jobs before, but... It's more of just something, like, you either get it or you don't Yeah. kind of deal. Like, you can either handle it or you can't. Like, working at a, you know, a busy restaurant, it takes a certain amount of mental fortitude that some people just don't, that they think they have, and then they have 10 tables, and they don't know where they're taking their 17 Shirley Temples, and they lose their mind. But I also think that you don't know if you can handle it until you're thrown into it Mm because when I first started I mean I've been in the service industry for 10 years but when I first started at a restaurant at 19 I started as a hostess and I didn't think I mean I'd always wanted to be a server but I was like past six tables I'd be like how do they do that Mm -hmm. and then once I started serving I was like okay that's fine I can take like 10 tables have a whole 25 top bar and take tables but also you can't get weeded if you don't care yeah that's <laughs> that's that's been something that i've uh 
try to remember if I'm ever crazy busy or something like that. Like it's, it's not like a life or death situation. Like sure, someone might have to wait a little bit longer. You might have to go back to your table and ask them like whatever you thought you could rem uh, remember before you put the order in. And I don't know, at the end of the day, it makes it easier for everyone just being honest and communicating. Yeah, and it's not like I don't care about the situation. It's like at the end of the day, at least where I'm, it's burgers and beers. Like you said, it's not life or death. It's not like we're in the ER and someone's going to die Yeah. <laughs> if you don't do your job. Right. Circling back to you having graduated, do you get a lot like, oh, why are you... Well, I know you get a lot of like, why are you over here? Like, yeah. So, and where, we're, where I'm at, we have our... Like where we're from on our name tag, which kind of backfires because I am one of probably maybe a handful of employees that are actually from Florida. I wish my name tag said I was from Massachusetts. I I like everyone to know that. I don't want anyone to think I'm from here. Uh, no offense to people who are from here. I just like love the fact that I'm from Massachusetts. We're the spirit of America. We're, we're us Floridians are a proud people. We know we're. No, it's fun down here. I I love the lack of rules. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so crazy here. But. Um, I mean, I've gotten that a lot, and they'll ask me, oh, where's Wellington? Um, I tell them over, you know, over by West Palm Beach, and then they usually don't get that, and I was no, like, M Miami. Right, just walk east from here, and you'll hit it. If you hit the water, you've gone too far, pretty much. But, um, they'll be like, oh, what brought you over here? And I tell them I went to FGCU, and I graduated, and then, um, they usually look at me with a, with a face, and they're like, oh, well, what happened, or... Is this just like a um, an in between while you're looking, and it's uh, yeah, and they just like assume that something bad happened. Yeah, that, that I'm serving, serving tables, and they just assume that I'm just serving tables to make ends meet, and like not like we're barely scraping by. Yeah, and that I like I don't know how it makes me feel like they think they're that the well. These are also like rich people mm. which is kind of funny to me because like where you work is nice but there are nicer places oh yeah yes those people are wealthy but like it's not like the it's like the bottom yeah. of the wealth compared to the other places in the area that yeah. are like when you look at them you're like oh they're they have money except that freaking lady the other day telling me that they're uh our yacht was too big. What's that? Their boat wouldn't fit in our marina, so they had to park it somewhere else. All right, lady, thanks for the, the five bucks, and then telling me that freaking mega yacht's somewhere. Well, I get a lot, because, I mean, where I work, it's mostly regular, so it's like, oh, when are you graduating? Well, what are you doing once you graduate? No. And though I've kind of always thought I what I wanted to do I feel like I just came to terms with the fact that I want to go into teaching, which has absolutely nothing to do with hospitality, and I should have picked a different major, but I'm two classes away from graduating, and we're just not doing that. So now, like, I have a plan to where I'm going to graduate, work one more season, get my state, like, teaching certification, take the classes for that, and then the following fall, I start teaching, but up in... Till I fully decided that, I was like, I'm just going to bartend. 
Like, I make really good money. I have the freedom to do what I want. And I, I probably always will bartend or serve in some capacity because if I need extra money, I don't know, someone's birthday's coming up. We have a vacation we want to go on. Just, like, it's such easy money in the sense that, like, it's quick. I mean, I do think that it's, like, serving and bartending, it's hard work. It's physically a lot on your body and... I know I said we're going to talk about the hospitality industry. Obviously, we're only, we only really know about food and beverage. I went into my major with an event management concentration, really wanting to do weddings. And after spending the past three years planning my own wedding, thanks, Corona, um, I'm good. I'm good on that. I don't want to work every single weekend. Weddings are a different breed of hospitality. Event planning is a different breed. I mean, you went and applied to all these business management jobs. And I mean, the ones that I heard back from, at least, like, they would offer, you know, the the one that stood out the most was Hertz, and that they offered, what was it? I think it was... It was capped at what, like 40, 50? Well, Well, the starting pay coming in the door, I think it was like 12 or $13 an hour. An hour? An hour. For a bachelor's degree. you have to have a degree. They asked me about five times during the interview process if I had my degree. Um, And then after three months or so, I think it would get bumped up to 15. And after a year, if I stayed with the company, I would have the option, or if it was available... Um, to move up to an assistant branch manager to where they would just kind of throw me in whatever spot they could find. And then uh, I think it was like $40,000 and a, um, like a company paid car, like some kind of, you know, little economy car to get me to and from work. And it just, I don't know. Because when I, I I was friends with someone that worked there. I can't even imagine you driving like... On your own, like a car that you have, an economy car. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Jacob's super into the car scene. I was telling my friend who works at Hertz, I mean, he does really well. He's very high up in the in the chain of command at Hertz. Um, and he was like, oh, well, yeah, I, I work, you know, 70 hours a week. Like, you can work as much overtime as you want, and, um, like, they'll pay you for it. And I was like, I'm not trying to work... 70, 80 hours a week to make what I make serving. Well, way, in way less time. Yeah, and that's like another thing. Time. It's like you can work all these hours and make that, or you can work two doubles. Yeah. And that's like 10, 12 hours. But I think that, so the difference is like you, it's no shock to anyone listening. Jacob's the nicer of the two of us. He's the nice person. <laughs> not that I'm not nice. I just... I just think he hides it better. <laughs> like, you can tell, like, but, like, today, this woman asked me, she was like, are you having a bad day? And she's, like, a regular, and, you know, maybe because she does know me a little better. I, I was just visibly irritated today with, like, what was going on at work. So I'm not, I'm just, like, not good at hi- Even wearing a mask, I can't even hide it. Mm. Well, you're just, you're just nicer, and you're just so positive. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I wouldn't hate going to work so much if I also, like, wasn't, had a button of homework. Yeah. <gasps> Jingles. 
Jingles has joined us. Jingles is our kitty. Oh! <laughs> she said, hey. What is some of the craziest things that people have said to you? Because I just honestly can't get over the fact that people really have the balls to say some of the shit they say to us. Um, I feel like people haven't really said too much to me personally. Like, I've heard people say weird things and people just not kind of understand how things work. Like, this lady that thought that her water... There was a crack in her cup because the cup had condensated on the table. And she thought that her cup was leaking. Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, my husband's cup is leaking, too, when he was drinking Diet Coke. And there was clear liquid on the table. I just wonder how these people get, you know, so far in life to not understand, you know, basic things. Yeah, you're outside, it's 90 degrees, you're... The humidity is like a thousand percent. Yeah. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna sweat. Um, it's like, have these people ever, like, not just that, but have these people ever, like, been to a restaurant before? Right. It's like, they'll walk... I mean, and I know some people haven't, but... When you know they have, and they just act like they haven't. Mm. Or, I mean, it's different for you, because you work at, like, a nicer establishment. And I've worked at, like, finer dining, but where I work now, it's like these people, ex like, treat it like it's fine dining and expect the world. Mm. And I'm like, this is a sports bar. Like, do you, what game do you want on? I'm not a TV guy, but, like, I'll, fi I'll fix the TV for you. Yeah. Like, do you want a beer? It's two seventy five. I had someone ask me about that the other day. Like, if people are super, like, hoity-toity, since it is, like, a relatively one of the nicer hotels on the island, that people expect this insanely high level of professionalism and service. Um, and I've never really... I've seen it a couple times. Like, I've, I've heard people say, oh, well, I'm spending you know, five, $6,000 a week to stay here. Oh. Um, I saw someone try and nice. the host was trying to seat them at a specific table to go with the serving rotation. Um, and this guy was like, well, I'm paying $800 a night to stay here. And you think you're going to tell me where to sit? Like, and these people just come out with these crazy attitudes when we're just trying to do our jobs. And it's, no, I could not. I could not. <laughs> and, and like I said, like I, I've never really had anyone say that to me personally. But it's just... It's kind of gross. What about that time that we worked at Buffalo Wild Wings? And no, this is not how we met. We knew each other before then. And that guy tried to like fight you. It was like a McGregor fight. And oh you had to like, kick him God. out. Yeah, that guy was... Ugh, we were just trying to leave. Like, <laughs> he was so tiny so... too. Yeah. Like he was like five foot nothing. And you're here at, like, 6-7. Yeah. Buddy. So to, to set the scene, obviously it's a McGregor fight at a Buffalo Wild Wings or really any sort of bar atmosphere during a UFC fight is an absolute nightmare of a, of a place to be in. This customer came up to me and they were saying, oh, this, this, uh, this guy's being kind of, you know, rowdy, kind of jumping around. So while I'm on my way over to talk to this man, he almost punches one of our servers in the face because he's shadowboxing Conor McGregor in the middle of the restaurant when we're... Do you we're... remember what server it was? 
It was Jamie. Yeah. No. And then she said, she, she was like, oh, excuse you. He's like, yeah, get the, like, get out of my way, essentially. Because, you know, he's got to win his fight. So I get over to him. He's barefoot in the restaurant, you know. Ew. He starts screaming at the girl who, like, talked to me about it. And was, like, going over there trying to threaten her. So I was telling him, like, hey, you gotta, you know, you gotta either sit down or you gotta leave. And he's like, well, why do I have to leave? They should have to leave. They have a problem with my, or, like, they have a problem with me. They should just leave. Some some nonsense. So I'm, like, going back and forth with this guy. And he's trying to come at the other customers. And I was getting in, in between them. And he was trying to peek around me, but he was a, a, a good bit smaller than I was, so it was kind of easy to block his view. And, um, and there were kids, like yeah, his, he, and his kids were there. Like yeah, it was his kids. Six, five, six year olds. Yeah, seeing him and it's like scream at these people for no real reason, other than him being gross, barefoot in a very busy restaurant. And it was like one a.m. And we're like, yeah, wow. and watching someone, it back on the surveillance was hilarious. I bet. I didn't get to see that, unfortunately. Well, I was showing Paul. Oh. I was like, oh, I can bring it up. Oh, yeah. And then Paul was like, oh, well, like, you, you shouldn't have, like, provoked him. And I was like, I wasn't trying to provoke him. I was just trying to keep him from, you know, bugging the other people. That man was never happy. He sucked. He, you know, he had his moments. He was okay but, sometimes, but yeah. I just think he was such a womanizer. Like, he just hated women. I think he hated me. Because I was one in a healthy, stable relationship. This man was divorced three times. And because uh, I wasn't like meek and like stood up for myself. Yeah. But yeah, I kept going back and forth with this guy. And one of the other tables called the police. And they, they had told me that. And I was like, look, man, you got to either get out of here. Like the cops are on their way. You either got to get out of here. It had, it had escalated to, to this them. point. Yeah. And um, it. It felt like I was trying to talk this man off a ledge for what felt like the better part of an hour. And then his homeboy comes out of left field with, hey man, your kids are watching. All he said. I was there when he said it. That's the only words out of his mouth. He's like, you know what? You're right. And they left. The police had come pretty much, I want to say maybe five minutes after he left. Did someone call 911 or did they just call the police? It's not the same thing. No, well, I think you can call. Oh, you can call like, like a, a non-emergency. Yeah, number. I don't. I think they. I think they did call nine one one. I'm not. Oh sure. my god, what a waste of people's time. But yeah, I don't know. That was that was an interesting. That was probably one of the most interesting experiences I've had from my management experience. I have like worse stories because I'm a female. Hmm. Like I remember my first job ever. I was sixteen working at McDonald's. And I'd been there for a little bit, but this woman, she was so nasty. I was, like, taking her order, and I don't know why she was getting frustrated. First, she asked me how tall I was. I'm 5'11". She goes, good luck getting a boyfriend being that tall. She was like, can you even read? And I literally looked at her, and I was like, no, that's why there are pictures on the screen. Like, obviously, I'm not illiterate. Do you think everyone that works in fast food is just dumb as hell? That's so fucked up. I feel like that's a lot of the, the stigma of the service industry as a whole is just people that couldn't make it in the real world or people that... Like had nothing 
like this was their only option or something. I just hate that people don't realize that hospitality is a huge industry across the board. And like there is money in this industry. The downside of that is though they own you. And I said that in my last podcast, like they own you, especially like you work at a hotel. You, we haven't had a Christmas off together in four or five years. Yeah. Like you work every single holiday, always work on the weekends. Like I think it's a little easier for you now because you do have a little seniority there. Yeah. But I, you know, especially with my degree, a lot of people go on to be like front desk managers or like they do work in hotels or country clubs or whatever. And I, I don't, I just don't want to do that. Like the front desk and it's, it's a nightmare. I've seen, yeah, I've they, been up they there. They probably get they... like a, the brunt of the complaints. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you like having like the automatic 20%? Cause sometimes I feel like it obviously depends on the person, but I feel like sometimes if they already know they're getting the 20%, they really don't try at all. Yeah. I, I think I like it because it's, it protects you in in the case of the pool and beach service because I have had issues when I first started and we didn't have this system and, you know, if, if someone left, you know, they kind of left and you were kind of stuck with it. Um, but it, it makes it less stressful for you to feel like you have to hunt these people down because you have their information and you can charge them and you get you still get your money and you're not just out you know whatever your tip out alone is um so i i like it in that aspect and i know that i i don't want to say that i feel like i deserve the 20 percent, but i usually try and earn it or at least make the customer be like okay well like why should i give you 20 percent? like i i I don't want that conversation so I just try and be as you know on top of everything as I can so they don't feel like oh this guy doesn't care like he just has his 20% and that's it but I do feel like it could be taken advantage of like I have heard some servers like trying to you know slip some extra floaters or on on a ticket or something like that to kind of pull their That's so crazy. You can get fired for that, and it's never worth it. And it's always the same person. I told you last week this lady asked me if I used to work at a different location, and I had because I had to transfer after corona because my old location, like, was under construction. And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I used to work at that one. She goes, it's not like she was hiding it when she said this. She was like, oh, yeah, you're the one with no personality. And I really was like so taken aback I couldn't even think of like a rebuttal I actually remember her she's never liked me nothing I did that day like was pleasing to her I ended up talking to one of my regulars who was like sitting next to her I hear her say oh look she has a fan can't imagine how though she's like I wonder if she's I hope she doesn't go back to the old location or something and I'm just sitting here like or the next time she comes in, I actually think I'm going to refuse service because first of all, I have the right to do that. Or if she says anything to me, I'm just going to be like, I don't know what made you so miserable to think that you can just talk down to me like that, but it has nothing to do with me. And it says everything about you as a human being. Like, I know I have a personality. I think I'm pretty funny. But if you want to com- compare me to the other girls that worked at that location, no, I guess I don't have a personality because I'm not as like 
animated and bubbly and over-the-top friendly as they are. That's not my personality. That's, I'm not, not saying they did, but like a lot of female servers just like flirt their way to make these tips. And, you know, sometimes I will do that. Like I've had men just like want to take photos with me, which is so weird because it's not like I work at Hooters or anything. Like that's normal for those girls, but I'm like, what? I literally don't even look cute. Like I, this is not a flattering <laughs> uniform. And like, oh, that's fine. I don't know what, well, I don't want to know what you're doing with that photo. Sometimes I just think it's, do girls make more money in the service industry? I don't know. Maybe. Do you think they do? I feel like it depends. Well, I think you just have such a great personality. that. Probably. I mean. No, you do. But they, like even. I'm just like sarcastic and mm. like kind of funny. And I think old, like old men specifically, which I have. A lot of them think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to be funny with them, but they think it's funny. Like, when I used to get all these groups of golfers, and they would just be so rude to me, I would give it back in a joke. Not, like, flat out, like, rude, but, like, kind of give it back in a joking way. And they, like, love that banter. Yeah. They just think it's so funny. Did you Do you prefer being a manager or, like, serving? Because when I was a manager at Starbucks. I worked so hard to get that promotion and I really liked it for a while, but I feel like it's a little hard working with people your own age because you like want to be the cool man, at least for me, like I want to be the cool manager and like I know that my quote unquote employees or the people under me, whatever, like know what they need to do. So I don't want to like hound them and Mm. make like not make them do it, but like they know what they need to do. So I just don't want to be like up their asshole bossing them around. Right. But I also at Starbucks think that I just did way more work than what I was getting paid for. Like these people wanted me to take conference calls. I was like, Mm. what is that? But I mean, that's kind of different from serving, but what did you prefer? I prefer serving. I just enjoy not having the responsibilities of management for no real reward and you know what you're gonna get paid but like it sounds like it's a promotion but i mean you more than likely get worked more for less pay and i i remember my the the manager of uh, the buffalo wild wings that i worked at he would he took like an extra day off um one day of the week and he got six different phone calls asking why he wasn't at work and, like, he was, like, not allowed to take the day if he, you know, he had coverage. Like, I, I, I'm i pretty sure he asked me to cover for him. I think he was supposed to work that morning, so I came in for him. He ended up having to show up and, I don't know, do something because they... I don't remember this at all. Um, yeah, they, I, he was like, I just wanted, like, a day to myself to just hang out and not be here. And I was like, I mean, that makes sense. But they have you, like, salary, employee, all that. And I, f- I feel like in the restaurant industry specifically, it's, like, the higher up you go, even... I mean, like, a GM obviously is going to make more than a bartender or, like, a like a regional yeah. manager. But, like, if you're just, like, an assistant or, like, a shift leader or whatever, like, the higher up you go, it's, like, the less money you make. Like, yeah. bartender's, like, top tier. No. Like, you make a bunch. No. Unless... You're not, in which case it's probably not a good bartending opportunity. Well, it's either not a good restaurant or you, like, actually suck. Well, yeah. 
Like, I think servers who don't make good money, like, just, if it's a busy restaurant, yeah. like, just suck. And you can tell. Like, I mean, we've, we've hired some employees in the past, and you, you can look at them, and you can see this person's not going to make it through season. And, you, you know, after a while, you get pretty good at being able to pick them out. Through the years, like, just watching people, like, come and go, like, it's crazy. Like, people, you, sometimes, like, you think... Oh, maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe they'll last. Mm. Nah. It's I. It's been really interesting being where I'm at because when I first started, my trainer was like, "You're gonna see a bunch of people come and go," and I thought, "Oh, you know, that's just what he's saying." But I, I've seen, I've trained so many people, and not many of them still work there, especially after. Everything with the coronavirus and all that fun stuff, like, there's only a few of us left that haven't worked there. Like, a lot of the people that are there now haven't even worked at that place for a year. And there's only a couple of us left that have worked there longer than that. I love, like, I don't love it because it's kind of annoying, but, like, when pe- the excuses that I hear when people call out is just so crazy to me, especially when it's, like, very apparent they spent like the whole week talking about there's this such and such a party mm. and like you obviously know they're hungover or when i get oh can you cover my shift like i have food poisoning like i know you don't have food poisoning samantha i know you don't no or when they do call out because of whatever reason and then you see it like all over social media they're like on a boat or mm. something no and i mean i've had I haven't really had much of calling out. I, I have had one. I had a cook when I was a, a manager at Buffalo Wild Wings. He didn't show up. And I was like, where I called him. It was like a half hour after he was supposed to be there. Um, I was like, where are you at? He's like, oh, well, my car got stolen. I was like, what? What? <laughs> and... Um, he was like, yo, like, whatever. So I, 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 don't, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I cooked for the majority of that day until someone else came in. Um, the next day, he figured out his transportation, and he came in, and I talked to him about it. He was like, yeah, I, um, I left my car unlocked with the keys in it, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know why they would have come up and taken my vehicle, and you leave your keys in your car, and you leave your car unlocked. And, I mean... You know, I, I didn't, wouldn't obviously wish his car getting stolen on him, but like you're asking for it at that point, and I don't know. But they do, people do create some weird excuses. I had a um, another cook, and he said that he needed to leave his shift like two hours early or something, and he was my only cook for the day, and I, I would I would be without a cook for two hours. And when I asked him what his reason was, why he needed to leave, is he needed to check his crock pot. And that kid was not cooking. And that's why that place is closed. And now. yeah, that well, that and the uh, the rat poop. Okay, uh, but it wasn't like that when we worked there because that place no. was so dead. All we did was clean. All we did was clean. And then the like, new... I actually don't even know how we paid our bills. Forever that time I called out because oh my god, I, <laughs> I fell down I... the stairs. So. When I was a manager, um, Desiree was a server. I was also a bartender. And also a bartender. And I 
intentionally treated her like crap so yeah, that you were like she kind of me. didn't so that no one would think that she gets special treatment because she's you know dating the manager or one of the managers again just to clarify we were dating before then we lived together but like i needed a second job so i started working there yeah and this was before he became a manager. I literally started, he was training me, and they were like, do you want to manage? Oh, yeah. You know, she would she would be like, oh, I don't want to go to work. Because, like, you know, who really wants to go to work? So she would hit me with that most days when, you know, I was the opening manager, and I would be leaving about the time she came in. Because she's like, oh, well, I don't want to be at work because you're going to be, you know, at home with the cat. This one time. Because Paul was also, like, kind of mean to me. And... Mm. No, I would say, like, do you think you're going to need me? Because it was so yeah. dead. I was like, what? what's the point? And yeah, we again, I had another job, so it was like... It's not that I didn't need to be there, but I could have afford to maybe not go in that day, yeah. especially if it was going to be dead. Like, that's the thing when you're a server. If it's going to be dead, you don't want to be there. You either want to yeah. be there, it'd be crazy busy, you make buco bucks, and it goes by quick. So Desiree calls me probably... I feel like it was like an hour before she was supposed to be there. Maybe like a half hour. I don't remember. No, I think it was like a couple hours because I think I was going to go take the trash out or something. Oh. I don't know. Or I was like going to my car for something because we had stairs in our apartment. (laughs) So she calls me and she's like, I can't come into work tonight. And I was like, oh, ha, very funny. You know, she's just trying to get out of her shift, whatever. Um, she's like, no, I like really can't. I fell down the stairs and I was like, wow, she's getting real elaborate with these, um, (laughs) these excuses. Like, why would I lie? You would come home and know. I mean, I don't know. Just for me to tell, tell the man, the other manager or something that she can't come in because she fell down the stairs. We had the stairs inside of our apartment and Jingles loved the stairs inside of the apartment. She would, like, blast up and down them throughout the day, piss off our neighbors, the whole nine. Um, I guess I I hadn't seen it myself, but she had laid on one of the steps, and while Desiree was coming down the stairs... But she blends into them. Yeah. Like, her fur was, like, the same color as the carpet. Yeah, she had, she had positioned herself in the center of one of the steps, and Desiree had stepped on the cat, not... You know, hard enough to injure the cat and pulled her weight off of the cat and she ran out and then proceeded to fall halfway down the stairs. Because I was trying to protect her. Like, I'd already stepped on her, so I didn't want to, like, I don't know, then maybe step on her neck and fucking kill her. Right. So, I, I, you know, for, for the first half of the conversation, I thought she was just being very elaborate and really showing how, how little she actually wanted to work. And, um, and then she's like, no, I, I really fell down the stairs. And then, you know, I felt bad because I, I had assumed that she was just doing it to get out of a shift. But, you know. Nah, I would make, we us all make a, mistakes. Di- a different excuse. Well, I would yeah. hit them with the food poisoning. <laughs> if you can't tell, we absolutely love our jobs. Oh, it's great. It's the best. I actually it's... think Jacob might really like his job. I mean, it's. I'm just simply surviving right now. <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to uh, complain about where I work. Especially than, when you get to work barefoot. Other than the hours, the yeah, that was that was probably the highlight of my employment. There was slinging drinks, listening to Taylor Swift, and uh, so I don't jealous. even remember what else I was listening to. But I had my my feet in the sand and made my money, and I went home, and it was great. Made like a lot that day. Yeah, surprisingly, like I felt like I was so dead, and I would barely make. 
you know, a couple bucks, but it was, it was a good day. And this is how this industry traps you. Pretty much. Cause you just think, oh, well. One more know, season. Yeah. I'll just do one more season. But I mean, it's, I don't know. It's not all bad. No. We have freedom and flexibility. Yeah. And on that note, that's the tea on the hospitality industry. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week on The Tea with Desiree Lee. Okay, bye.